Hello everybody, my name's Darren and I write a blog called A Demon's Voice, which you can find at ademonsvoice.blogspot.com. It's about movies and shit like that. I'm also on Twitter at A Demon's Voice, of which you should definitely follow me because why the fuck not? Today we'll be talking about the film Pokemon Detective Pikachu, or as it's going to be known forever, Detective Pikachu. Uh, we and my, me and my friends were all quite excited for this film, I think. Pokemon's been like a big thing in our life throughout, you know, growing up. We grew up in the 90s, so that was when it was at its peak, I guess. Uh, I'll talk quite a lot in this podcasty blog thing about how Pokemon has played into into my life, but I mean, just as one story, for example, from one of my friends, uh, I won't name him because it's quite an embarrassing story. It's Graham, obviously. Uh, apparently, he when he was in school, and, and he wasn't even that young from what I can gather, I think it was like, he must have been 15 or something, he took a cuddly Pikachu toy in to, into class, and then he saw that another kid had drawn a picture of his cuddly toy, his cuddly Pikachu, but getting like tortured and dismembered. And because my friend is a fucking psychopath, I don't know if he sharpened the pencil first, but as soon as the person that had drawn the picture turned their back, he fucking slashed them with the pencil and, like, drove it right down, you know, to fucking, I don't know what, it's like sh class shiving them because of the, the threat to his cuddly toy. So, you know, I'm sure you can imagine we were all quite excited to see this movie, having uh, such high emotions regards to the, to the franchise. Anyway, I'll uh, stop yammering now, and, you know, here comes some music, and then we'll talk about the movie. Uh, thanks. Cheers. When I was about 10 years old, we had my cousin around to stay, and in the four seconds that I took my eyes off him, he managed to delete all 30 fucking hours of the progress that I'd put into my Pokemon Yellow on the Game Boy Color. I'd like to say that I took this gracefully, as it had obviously been an accident on his part, but the reality is that I dropped down to my knees and screamed the word no as loud as I could, like a dickhead. I wasn't wearing a vest at the time, but if I had been, I suspect that I'd have probably ripped it off to add to the fucking drama. Not only had he deleted where I was up to in my game, but he'd essentially also murdered the Pikachu that I'd formed a bond with within it. Yeah, that's right, I said murdered. Anyway, that would have all been about 20 years ago now, and although I'm obviously over it, if he, Andrew, happens to be listening to this and still wants to make it up to me, then I suppose the only fair way of doing that would be to make things even, right? So that would be, oh I don't know, 30 hours of my chores that he could do in order for me to get back the time that was stolen, and then maybe he could stand by and watch as I kick his favourite fucking pet to death, yeah? Maybe I'd feel better about it then, Andrew. I'm old enough to have been playing these games since they first came out, and as you might be able to tell from that story, I do get quite into them. Also, I couldn't really give a flying fuck about my cousin if I'm honest. You can imagine my excitement then, when it was announced after all these years, they were going to make Pokemon Detective Pikachu, a live-action movie that would be based on the franchise. I never actually played the Detective Pikachu game, but that didn't matter because I just couldn't wait to see the more realistic-looking Pokémon interacting with the actual environment and in a big-budget movie. If you haven't got a clue what Pokémon are, by the way, then fuck knows how you're going to follow this film because it doesn't really go too far of its way to explain them to you. But basically, they're these sweet little animal things that a trainer will catch, form a bond with, love and then trap in a small prison-like ball, only releasing them when forcing them to fight another of their kind for fucking money. It's a Tamagotchi crossed with a fucking blood sport. Imagine filming a dog or a cockfight on Snapchat, and adding a cute little filter over it, and that's pretty much the gist. Not that this film really deals with that element, I suppose, with it instead focusing more on the mystery of exactly how and why the main character's father died. Imagine a cross between the Speed Racer film and fucking Angel Heart, and you'd be surprised how close to this film that actually is. Pokemon Detective Pikachu is a buddy movie with the young Tim Goodman teaming up with a feisty Pikachu that only he can understand. I don't know if you know the real-life Son of Sam story. 
in which David Berkowitz believed that his neighbour's dog was talking to him, but this film basically works on that exact same premise. Except this time, the cute little pet is helping to look for clues instead of, you know, tell him to shoot six people in the fucking head. As a buddy movie, it absolutely works too, with lead actor Justice Smith convincingly selling the relationship with his Ryan Reynolds-voiced Pikachu partner. They have a great chemistry together too, which is pretty impressive, considering that unless they crammed Reynolds into a tiny fucking suit, Smith would have only had a tennis ball and a stick to act opposite him. In honesty, as well, I would quite happily have just watched these two characters trying to get through a day together, without the need of the tangled plot that they actually have. Or, in an alternative world, I would also quite happily have just watched Smith go on a Pokemon Safari tour alone, because seeing these creatures looking so real was a genuine treat. Although, seeing the Pokemon as actual, living, breathing, photorealistic creatures did end up distracting me as I began to ponder the real-life consequences of if they really did exist. Namely, I wondered what the laws would be on fucking them. Obviously, having sex with the Pokemon isn't something that I'd want to do myself. Not unless I was drunk and came across a Bellsprout, which essentially looks like a fleshlight designed by a vegan. But you just know that realistically, some people would be all over them in the same way that certain strange people like to shag actual animals in our real world. As grateful as I of course am that it is, I honestly can't tell you why bestiality is actually illegal in our country. I'm assuming it's because the animal can't consent to the act, but considering they don't consent to the act of being farmed or butchered, it does then seem somewhat hypocritical to draw the line at showing them a little nighttime loving. Especially when we also don't ask for their consent to test our makeup products on them, make them look all sexy-like. But the Pokemon in this movie are shown to be intelligent, self-aware and completely intuitive to our emotions. Is it therefore not possible that in certain situations the Pokemon might want to have sex with their trainers too? Especially Jinx. Fucking look at her. At one point in this film, Reynolds Pikachu makes a joke about having a piss. In the cartoon and games, I'd never thought much about it because of their unrealistic and animated appearance, but as soon as he brought the topic up, I was forced to picture the little electric mouse's penis. I mean, he must have one, right? Where is it? There's a lot of Pokemon on display in this movie, with some obviously having their design based on that of a cat or a dog, but not once did I see that asshole. Not. Once. Does this seem right to you? Because they must have one. They literally must. Beyond this obvious distraction, the other problem with the film is that as it goes on and its mystery begins to unravel, the story starts to make no fucking sense whatsoever. There's a twist near the end that I won't go into, but left me with certain questions that I'm not sure the movie can answer. There are also certain Pokemon whose powers were slightly different from how they are in the game, and at least one species who turns out to be a hell of a lot bigger. Nor was it ever really explained why the main character was the only person in the world that could understand what Pikachu was saying, or at least I don't think it was. Not that this is a problem, of course, because at the start of the movie, the main character, Tim, unintentionally inhales a vial of purple smoke. As far as I'm concerned, that fucking gas flat out fucking killed him, with the rest of the movie being his dying thoughts playing out as he lies on the floor and slips into the afterlife. The longer the movie goes on, the less sense it begins to make, as it gets weirder and sillier, due to the fact that as Tim gets closer and closer to death, the more of his brain will now be shutting down. Throughout the movie, there's an obvious theme of daddy issues as well, as the main character's own struggle to accept Pokemon into his life. As the film goes on, these ideas are obviously addressed to the point of resolution, and perhaps it all really did happen. But I'm pretty sure that these are also the exact things that will be playing through Tim's mind, and that his brain would attempt to provide closure on as he lies dying on the floor, blood pouring from his nose, leg twitching, and bowels, no doubt, emptying. Whether you subscribe to this theory or not, however, I'm sure that you'll enjoy the film on the strength of its central characters and world building alone. Does it need better writers if it's lucky enough to gain a sequel? Sure it does. But wouldn't I also be willing to give the world a blowjob in order to be doing better in life? Of course I would. In both cases, however, I suppose that the film and I should just take some solace in the simple fact that we just don't suck. 
Not that there's anything wrong with giving blowjobs, of course, and I would just as happily receive one of them as I would another instalment in this franchise. Well, I'd probably prefer the blowjob from being completely honest with you, but seems as neither are actually available to me at the second, I suppose I'll take what I can fucking get. In fact, I actually work for a company that sells Pokemon cards online, and so as far as I'm concerned, my job title should technically be Pokemon Master. I said this to a girl on Tinder once, to which she asked, does this mean I can be your Pokemon mistress? Because I'm a fucking stud, I shot back with, that depends on how capable you are at handling my great balls. In case you're not quite in the loop, then great balls are basically a thing that you can catch Pokemon with in the game, and so the pun just about works. The next day I told my friend in work about this exchange, to which he decided that it was funny enough that he'd give it a go himself to see if he'd have any luck with it. Like this film, however, he kinda got muddled with the narrative he should have been sticking to, and ended up making a bit of a mess of it. Did it work, I asked him later on? Nope, he said. Turns out that he'd forgotten most of the actual exchange, and so when the girl he'd matched with asked him what his job was, instead of explaining that he was a Pokemon master, he simply responded, I sell trading cards, do you want to play with my balls? Thanks for listening, motherfuckers, and see you next time.